0: Hey, guys. Hi, Catherine. Oh, hi, Jade. You know, I just loathe myself every time I say hello on this show. <laughs> like, I truly, I detest myself. <laughs> Why? I don't know, but we need to change subjects because we need to get something really happy, and I just <gasps> hate the way I say hello on this show. Like, I'm really sorry, guys. But anyway, we have exciting news. Really, really exciting news. Catherine got me a birthday present, which <gasps> is her and Brad getting a new puppy, Yay! a new pug. Perfect pug puppy. Oh, he's which so is the cute. best kind of puppy. Yes, we just got him today. No, it's like it, he's brand new. Like he smells like puppy. Yeah, I'm so jealous that you're Hi. like about to enter Puppyville again.
1: Yes,
0: you're. You're gonna not sleep for like ever fully
1: we're in puppy jail for the next two years basically
0: you have to tell everyone his name
1: his name is Wendell
0: that is so (laughs) cute and he looks like a Wendell like he looks like a precious moments doll he like looks up with at you with these huge eyes I mean I've only seen him over FaceTime but you'll meet
1: him soon he needs
0: to come he needs to come to the dollhouse yeah maybe he does you know then we're gonna have three puppies on the like three (sighs) pugs which is gonna be a lot of brachiocephalic breathing but you know what we love it (laughs) It's so our much favorite snorting. kind of breathing. it is it's our favorite kind, it is, so that makes me think of what I've been thinking about a lot lately, which is names, mostly because I've been rewatching Real Housewives of Orange County. That's my franchise of choice right now, and I just can't stop thinking, obviously, I've seen this show ten thousand times, and I swear we're not going to talk about housewives right now, but <laughs> I swear it's a or, my it's a lie. or my wedding or my wedding no, but there's a girl named Gretchen on okay. there. Is that not the craziest name you've ever heard in your whole life? I was
1: literally thinking about this yesterday because I was. Were reading, you? Yes, I'm listening to a book co- by Gretchen Rubin.
0: Gretchen is like it doesn't even sound right no, coming out a of crazy my mouth. Name.
1: One of my best friends growing up was Gretchen and I was like what have you like named someone Gretchen now? That we Gretchen be crazy. is
0: like wild. Like it's really hard to say. You almost want to say like Gretchel. It's a it's a <laughs> crazy name. And you don't think about it like Gretchen. Like what it sounds yeah. like your bones are breaking. That that's the that's the sound <laughs> that I uh, like an onomatopoeia. You know what I mean? I it's,
1: kind of like it but also like it there's an etch in it.
0: Gretchen like wretched. It's like uh, you know that's what it sounds like that's I'm sorry it's to every Gretchen who's
1: listening I know we love I you. love you
0: Gretchen's I love you like you really have overcome some <laughs> adversity with that name like that's hard that's a like, Gretch it's like Gretch. why are you mad at me
1: why is it a guitar I don't know
0: it, but it also just sounds like Gretchen you're like you're angry you know what I mean? like, like
1: like Jade sneezing is what it sounds like
0: <laughs> <truly>. <laughs> you know it's it's anyway so I was thinking about names because we all know that like oh my god I'm bringing it back to the <laughs> She can't anyway, stop stop this train. I want to get off. During my bridal shower, we have or, or whatever the fuck I did recently, b- bachelor <laughs> party. Where we're at. We had this thing where like we did what she most proud of. Like if she had a movie, like all those games that you know, whoever knows you the best wins, and it's mm-hmm. awkward for everyone else. It's awkward for ninety nine percent of the people. <laughs> and th- so one of the questions was what's she- what's Jade most proud of? All my friends said her name, right? Because I love. Mm-hmm. We all know I-, I love my name. It is it it it's my crowning glory. But I was thinking the other day, and this is very pertinent to you because of your name. Yes. How wrong does a person have to get your name for you to correct them?
1: Listen, I I have a troubled and storied past with not correcting people. (laughs) It's very weird because people... This is not even like telemarketers who English might not be their first language. People whose English is very much their first language. Like, Catherine is a very basic name. And they'll be like, Catherine?
0: Catherine constantly, Beautiful. constantly makes you, you seem so. Catherine is Catherine. crazy, but sometimes
1: I'll get like a Kathy, and I have got Ooh. you know I got to be like no 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 no. Yeah, nope. you don't know me like that. You no. don't know me like
0: that. <laughs> Catherine to Kathy is like a huge. That's like an identity shift.
1: It's a generational leap, also. Yeah, it's
0: it's it's a tough one, but it's yes. like interesting because I don't know why. And this maybe brings up a bigger topic of something that I was talking to my therapist about earlier today. Uh-huh. Why does it feel so abrasive when we correct someone?
1: Because it's our people pleasing.
0: It's our people pleasing. Like we're Boys. afraid of humiliating them for getting our name wrong. The other day I was with two friends of mine and they didn't know each other before. Mm-hmm. And then this other person comes in and the one of the friends that had just met the other friend introduced her, right? Yeah. And her name is Alexa. Mm-hmm. And he said, oh, this is Alexis. And neither of us had the balls to say anything. And I'm like watching this happen in real time. And I'm like, Jade, for the love of God, you're 28 years old. Get it together. Why is it hard? Why is it hard for us? I once
1: let a teacher who I had had previously, I had him again like eight months or a year later for a different class. I let him call me Elizabeth for an entire semester.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's like actively so wrong. (laughs) But also, it's my middle name. So I was like, it's kind of right. No, like the other day we were asking someone for something for like a deliverable for the wedding. Oh, my God. I mean, God, I just literally can't get away from it. I'm sorry. it? it's your life right now. You oh, can't my stop. God. But anyway, I was asking for an event, right? And I was asking them for something. And the wedding planner emailed them with the misspelling of their name. And I was like, oh, they're not going to give us what we want because like misspelling someone's name or mispronouncing yeah. someone's name It really, it doesn't feel good. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It feels like, especially if you have like a complex name, it's different between like Catherine and Cameron, right? Right. When you like are Bozema St. John,
1: uh huh. you
0: should take the time to like figure out what that name is. And
1: how it's pronounced.
0: And and how it's pronounced. Because it makes people feel seen and understood to an yes. extent.
1: Even yesterday I was sending an email and it's like I like to see is your email signature Steven or is it Steve? Is it Jessica or is it Jess?
0: No I have a Steven Steve in my life and I don't know if I just started calling him a nickname like is everyone else around <laughs> me calls him Steven and I'm like hey Steve, and I'm like is this just a you and me thing now like that I can't get out of like Maybe. okay well, here we are.
1: <laughs> Although then there's Brad who is Brad but his He's really Brandon. His- full name is Brandon. And that is not me. His mother chose this for him. She chose a life where everyone calls him Brad, but his name is Brandon. So some people call him Brandon. That's tough. And it's not right. It's
0: That's I quite the cross to bear of things. It's it is. It's like those people who give their kids their first name as their middle name. Right. So like everyone calls them Rebecca, but really their first name is Gladys, you know it's always something more, a little more embarrassing. Like it's maybe like a, a grandmother's name, or they just thought it sounded better with the last name. But then they end up calling them the first name. What a complex to provide your child. I get Jade Jane almost like oh, Jane, Jane Lovine. Jane Lovine L O V I N E has done Jane more Levine. things than than Jade Ivine could ever. <laughs> like Jade Lovine got into college. How about that? Uh-huh. Jade Lovine got into varsity cheerleading. Not to you know, not to brag. Jade Ivine could never. I have a whole other identity, as, but like Jane, as Jane versus Jade, like just feels like such a betrayal of my identity. Again, it's a generational shift. Jane, I was oh. like, how
1: how dare you? It's like two generational shift.
0: Yeah, it's just like that's just not Jade, no. but it's so close. Yeah. My mother-in-law-to-be, Dylan's mom, I can just say. That's easier. <laughs> she hates her name. Her name's Gail. Okay, And so she at every Starbucks, not that Gail's hard. It's not because no. it's like the spelling. She just doesn't like her name, so she calls herself something else. Like, she exercises I her privilege her. Like, at, at Starbucks. Like, she's like, I'm Gigi, or I'm Brittany, Rebecca. or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she, like, tries different things on for size. It's tough, because how far do you let it go? A yeah. whole semester calling you Elizabeth is wild. <laughs> I was like, I guess I let this slide. I, I'm responding to it. so. But that's a symptom of people pleasing that I think often gets overlooked. And I do it on this show a lot. And I'm like, you guys can call me out on it because I'm actively <laughs> working on it. When someone says something on the show, I forget that being like, oh, that's interesting is an option instead of being like, yes,
1: totally. Like, yeah. I couldn't agree more. Can I set the record straight? Because I did that to you once like a few months ago. <gasps>
0: and you didn't agree with me? I
1: didn't. Well, I kind of realized after Shut I am like, wait up. a minute, you were like, you know, Chicago doesn't really have a lot of like
0: restaurants. And I do get what you mean. Did I say that? Oh my God. Catherine, you're going to cancel me in <laughs> Chicago. I'm literally going there next weekend. Like you're going to send a mob after me. How could you do this to me? And I was like, yeah, I know
1: you're right. And then I was like, wait, Chicago is such a foodie town. <laughs>
0: Did I say that? Sometimes I'm like, what the
1: f- I know what you mean. Like the STK of it all. The naming, RPM. whatever. That's
0: like what I know. Yes. Of. But yes. also I'm like, I've been there once. I'm going again. I'm a, I'm going to rewrite that statement when I go back. We'll see. We'll see if they yeah. have restaurants. We'll see. <laughs> Chicago, show me what you got. Show me what you got. Set the record straight. Gotta go to the bear. D- Avenge your honor. <laughs> So we do it all the time and I find myself doing it on the show a ton, but then it's, a, it's really unfortunate when it like goes over to my real life. Mm-hmm. The other day someone was telling us, oh my God, one of my friends was saying, she's like, yeah, remember when you got Taco trained to be a hospital dog? And I was like, what? Like, that never happened. (laughs) But I almost felt bad because we were around other people. Like, I felt bad correcting her. Being like, "That's you made that up. For the love of God, Jade! like, not all confrontation is bad. My (laughs) God. Like, get used to just being like, you made a mistake in the story. This isn't going to ruin that person's day. But, like, I feel like I have to catch them. That they're going to be humiliated if I correct them. <laughs> like, this goes back to the name thing. And it's no. really, it makes you, like, betray yourself often. I
1: completely agree. I do the same thing. Random stuff in a conversation, you are like, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. And they're like, no, that's, nope, not at all.
0: Okay, this makes me think of something that has been Incensing me. Is that a verb? Can I say incensing me? absolutely.
1: I decided you can.
0: It has been lighting me on fuego, you guys. So (laughs) I didn't know that when I got into a relationship, I was also signing up for a fact checker in all my social endeavors. Like the other day, Dylan and I were at a dinner. And this person says, I love to sit outside at that restaurant. It's so nice. And I said, yeah, it's so nice. Kind of like saying it's nice in general to sit outside at a restaurant. Who the fuck You're mirroring. I, Dylan, who was not even, unbeknownst to me, was in the conversation. <laughs> I thought he was just in his own conversation. He turns to me and goes, you've never been to that restaurant. <laughs> I said, excuse me. Like, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> First of all, I exaggerate. It makes the story better. Sometimes I say shit. Sometimes I just yeah. lie. Like, You know, sometimes am just in the mood to fucking lie. <laughs> I, and that should, that's my right. That is my prerogative. It is. It's like your mom. You know what I mean? Like, who invited you? What the hell are you talking about? And he does it to me all the time. You didn't do that last year. Keeping
1: you on the straight and narrow.
0: I didn't ask for this. So (laughs) Dylan, if you're listening, let me lie forever. Let me lie forever. I want it in the vows. Recently, or like a couple days ago, this is enemy number one of today's episode. Okay. Okay. The Forbes 30 under 30 list came out. Cue the sound effect. I have a strong disdain for this phenomenon. First of all, I have to just start with a positive that I do think this year it got less airtime than it normally does. Like usually people Uh are like, I was a finalist, like da-da-da-da-da, like are posting all over the place. And let's be very clear. If I got 30 under 30, (laughs) your bitter bitch friend over here would post it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But it is largely smoke and mirrors, Yeah, you know, and I feel like it's just designed to make people feel badly about themselves.
1: Are there, like, people you know that you're like, ugh, that person
0: made it? Several people I know have made it over the years, and, like, a lot of impressive people, and it's not to say they don't deserve it, but a lot of times, like, companies will put them up for it, like, it's, like, as a PR thing. And I just feel like I remember a time where I can honestly say now it doesn't affect me because I... Oh, first of all, I've literally got one more year to make the list and I'm, I'm, the, the pressure is on. But no, it doesn't affect me as much. But I remember a time in my life when I was like 24 and when it was really a big deal when it came mm-hmm, out. I feel mm-hmm. like it's gotten less so over the years. I felt like it was like a club I wasn't part of. It mm. felt like such a cool thing that I didn't get. I feel like it can make yeah. people feel really shitty about themselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you know
1: what? 40 under 40, there's 10 more people and like 10 yeah. more years. It's,
0: it's, I'm going to be like 60 under 60. I'm like, I got, I got, they need 100 under 100. I know. I agree. Enemy number one is 30 under 30. Enemy number two is Gretchen.
1: <laughs> we need to find any Gretchen that's on the 30 under 30 list or has ever been. What a scary
0: thought. <laughs> Speaking of scary thoughts, because I'm chock full of them and negative intrusive thoughts, I've got millions. So I had this thought on Thanksgiving a few weeks ago, but it also applies to the holidays in general. Our Thanksgiving tradition is like my mom doesn't really love Thanksgiving. Usually we'll see her the day before. Like Mm -hmm. we'll do like Mexican food. But I do what's called, what I call fondly, the modern family hop. This is just what my holidays consist of, going from one house to the other. But now I have in-laws, right? Now I have Mm -hmm. Dylan's family. And... My dad does two p.m. Thanksgiving, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then Dylan's family starts around five, right? Mm-hmm. So like we got to my dad's at one thirty, and then we had to leave because we had to pick up taco on the way. So long story short, we had to leave at like four fifteen, right? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Which is like not a ton of time, you it's know? Not it's not a, like a ton couple of hours time. after you eat,
0: right? And of course, I'm like, okay, I'm like, okay, we're spending like six hours with your family and like three hours with my family. Like you start to do that whole song, yeah, ends, which is really healthy and wonderful. <laughs> And causes for no resentment at all. <laughs> so we're like driving away from my dad's house. And it started even before, like when I knew we had to leave soon. And I started to get this like melancholy feeling mm-hmm. about the fact that that time of my life is over. Yeah. The time where, like, I had one place to be on Thanksgiving, I mean, granted, that time has been over for a long time, but I think, like, any kind of shift like that, like, my parents have been divorced since I was in ninth grade, so that's not that different. But just, like, that I now have another family. Our Thanksgiving used to be, like, we'd do a 2 p.m. Thanksgiving, but then maybe we'd all watch a movie together and sit yeah. on the couch all full, and, like, yeah. that was also part of the holiday. Like, now we just do, like, the mandatory part of eating together yeah. and none of the stuff around either side, right? Mm-hmm. There was this feeling where, like, I'm so excited to, like, go to Dylan's house. They have the best Thanksgiving, and I love them all dearly. Mm -hmm. But it makes you miss your old life. Like when it yeah. was simpler, you had one place to be on Thanksgiving or when like you had more time with your family because you didn't have to divide it in two or when you didn't right. spend your Thanksgiving on the road or like your Christmas yeah. on the road, like going back and forth. You know, that
1: totally bums me out. Like the being on the road and Thanksgiving is harder because it's one day. It's not right. like You know, with Brad's family and my family, when we go home for Christmas, which is most yeah. years, but we're not this year. It's Christmas Eve with his family, Christmas Day with my family, and it just right. sort of like works out for all the brothers, and that's what we do. But it is sort of like my family, we do like pizza and one gift on Christmas Eve, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's just not centered around your own family's traditions. Mm-hmm. Totally. But you get new ones.
0: Yeah. It's kind of this complex feeling where on one hand, you're mm-hmm. grateful and you're like, I'm excited for the future and for these this new family that I have. You know, and things change. You outgrow your dining room table. Mm-hmm. Now your aunt and your cousin spend Thanksgiving with their family. And then your family, you know, you start doing yeah. those things separately. Your siblings start making their own families and doing their own thing and going off with their kids and seeing their in-laws. And it's just like when you look back on your childhood and those little traditions and those little ways that you never thought of that changing. Mm-hmm. And then you find yourself as an adult and you kind of feel like, wait, I like I'm too old to have that feeling. I'm mm. too old to feel this way. And it's like also like the foreign nature of someone else's family. It's just a little extra energy
1: output when and you're And it's with... just
0: different from yours. Yeah. Because I think we're also getting to the age where our parents are getting older. So I'm like, oh my God, I feel sad that like I'm not spending this entire day with my dad, even yeah. though like I'm so excited like I would feel the same way if we weren't spending all the time with like Dylan's family I got this twinge of sadness and I was like I wonder if anyone else feels Mm -hmm. this at this time of year
1: the sad thing that I have to tell you after you know being married for a zillion years like we have is like it never really goes away
0: Mm -hmm. you know you
1: always feel that feeling of When everybody else is staying, or some of the other family is staying at your house, and you're like, okay, gotta go.
0: Right. And you're like, I don't wanna leave. Yeah, no, totally. There's
1: even like, you know, when we're with Brad's family, because we're there on Christmas Eve, and my family lives like an hour away from his, we have to drive on Christmas Eve. So it's like, there's travel on Christmas Mm -hmm. Eve. But then the other way around, it's like, but we wanna stay. Like, that's the time late at night, Christmas Eve is when. You know, has family all gathers around the fire and they start talking about like old traditions and people who are long gone and all these things. And you don't want to leave that either.
0: Right. And then my sister went to Antarc- or Antarctica, Alaska, <laughs> where she went to some fucking honestly, I probably got it wrong. She's going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? She went to some very chilly land over last Christmas. And it was devastating for me. Mm. When you lose like a sibling to, you know, their in-laws now, it's these things that you thought were permanent, the ways that you celebrate holidays. Yeah, You learn that's like a very naive way to think that your holidays are always going to be the same. And I don't know, there is just like this feeling of nostalgia mixed with. I don't know. I'm like maybe in this mood where like the world just turns too damn quickly and you function from a place of dividing everything now Mm -hmm. and like making sure that the kids, when you have kids, like see like both sides and it's tough. I knew so many friends this year who got married last year and like spent the holidays with their Mm in-laws purely because their in-laws live in another state. Like Dylan and I are lucky that our parents live in like the same state because otherwise... Oh my God, it's like I'll be home for Christmas playing on repeat in my head. I'm like, uh-huh.
1: so, if only
0: in my dreams, it like makes yeah. me so sad. Like, I used to listen to that song as like a horror song. It's yeah. like so terrifying, <laughs> the prospect of not making it home on Christmas. It makes me cry every single time. Me too. It's so sad. It's so sad. You just can't win over the holidays. You know you what can't. I mean? Like, no you matter can't. what, if you have the family, you're like, There's always that duality of the most wonderful time of the year mixed with, like, the most triggering time of year Uh where, like, you realize where you are, how far you've come in, like, great ways and in sad ways, you know? Just being, like, blink and we're all adults now and we have our own lives and, like, we're starting Uh our own families. You can't win. You just truly can't win over the holidays.
1: We did a very fast trip home for Thanksgiving. I was like, I just want to be here and rest, but he wanted to go. And what made me give in, I don't know if you get this morbid, but literally I'm like, if somebody dies before we see them next, I'm the bitch who
0: didn't let them go home Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> no, I, I, that is my only motivation in this entire life. Truly. I'm like, I do this podcast first? because I'm afraid of you guys all dying and not getting, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I live my life in constant fear of someone dropping dead. <laughs> yes. Truly. I get so fucking paranoid like that's why I could never do a holiday like by myself or like yeah. with Dylan and me by my, ourselves because I'm like these people are alive and we're not seeing them and you know what I mean it's terrible yes. and, like some people have one foot on the banana peel and you're like we got to like if we don't <laughs> see them before they're before yeah. you know before they croak like yeah. that would be tragic
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I know it's like god it's too it's so much pressure <laughs> it's so much pre- and like you're just more sensey. And I think it's also because I'm like getting married, and I'm like, "Whoa, this like huge life shift." Mm-hmm. If you guys forgot, I'm getting married. Just, because <laughs> <laughs> because I'm disgusting. I hate myself. But yeah, it's like it's it's just like it's not great, you know? Yeah. It's not great. Mm-hmm. But it's so interesting because I had a conflict the other day with one of my siblings. I think I told you guys about this last time, and we left the conversation. Hugging, being like, this was so good that we had this conversation. I feel like I understand you so much more. Like, it was great. And Dylan was there for the altercation. And for two days after, my nervous system was Mm. on fire fire. I was in fight or flight mode nonstop, just being like, oh, my God. Even though it was resolved. Even though it was resolved, like, there was a huge disconnect. The line was cut between my brain and my body. Like, I just couldn't physiologically understand that some conflict ends okay and that everyone loves you after. And it's also like your attachment styles, like, it can be super triggering for that. Like, you know, people aren't going to abandon you if you Mm -hmm. confront them. And it was so interesting because, like, we had an interview the next day or whatever, and I just... Just noticed like I couldn't tap into like my body. You know what I mean? My feet weren't touching the ground because I was yeah. in fight or flight mode, even yeah. though I knew better. And yeah. it's so interesting because yes. I think that's where the growth is, is being like, okay, my body like is terrified, but I know mm-hmm. this is a good lesson for me to learn that you can get over this. But like mm-hmm. all confrontation to me has the same spicy feeling yep. in my body. Oh
1: my God. That is such a good description of it. That description of my nervous system was on fire is exactly what that was.
0: Yeah. And it's a really uncomfortable feeling because you're like, everything's fine, but it's not. You know what I mean? Like your body's like screaming. Yes. Did you try to do any
1: like physical activities?
0: No, I should have.
1: So I'm finally reading The Body Keeps the Score. And that's like, it's not boring. That's the thing. It's like 500 pages long. So I assumed it was going to be boring. And it's written by a doctor.
0: Oh, no. People like swear by that book. It's great. And
1: it is not boring but you need to read it it is made for people like us and that is one of the things that is my biggest takeaway from like the first you know quarter of the book is using physical movement to again like get it back into your body but also to like get the stress and the trauma out of your body like it's only through movement and when we have trauma and we're like trapped in a small space or go right to bed or whatever it stays in our body and so we have to like use movement to get it out
0: no, I definitely could have used some a good shaking because I was yeah. so trapped in this feeling It's an innate feeling in me. Like, it's definitely not old. It definitely originated in childhood. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's hard. Like, back to the confrontation of it all, is deciding in a split second because conversations happen quickly. Mm -hmm. Do I defend myself? Is it worth it? Is it going to cause more harm than good if I defend myself? And, like, what's a worse feeling? Which of the bad feelings am I more willing to sit with, right? Mm -hmm. What's easier to stomach? Like, my disappointment in myself or other people's disappointment in me? Often Mm -hmm. it's like, What's easier to stomach is like your disappointment in yourself. So like the other day, Dylan and I were in a situation where there was something that I really disagreed with with people that we were having dinner with, and I was so fucking mad at Dylan for not standing up for me. Mm. Right? That quickly, like over quickly over a few days, I quick <laughs> I under I, I very quickly it took only six weeks, <laughs> only two years, um, yeah, I understood that I was more mad at myself for not standing up for myself. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting because then I I was sitting with it and I was like, okay, like, should I have stood up for myself? Is it worth arguing with these idiots? You know, is it more like are these people just like set in their ways and they're not going to agree? Or is it worth it for me to know that I just I at least said something? It's just terrible. It's
1: the constant battle Mm -hmm. is the pain of me creating an awkward moment or the right. correction or whatever. And this is why we have a hard time doing things like saying my name is not Jane. right? Because we're scared of these sort of situations. Like, totally. Is it harder to be like, hi, I'm going to make an awkward moment or say what you're saying is wrong or that's not acceptable to say in front of me or whatever? Yeah. Versus stomach it and be like, these people aren't going to change their opinion anyway and like go on with your life. But like, you know, you didn't say anything.
0: I find them like to be equally as uncomfortable. I always get to this point. If I have defended myself in some capacity, I will then privately betray myself by being like, was that really worth it? Like, do you really? Was that necessary? Was that necessary? Like, now you feel like shit. They feel like shit. It's something that I think we all need to work on. Yeah. I mean, maybe we all don't. Honestly, I,
1: I do. I'm just Clearly gonna... you and I have the same head trash going on.
0: I'm taking you all down with me. I'm taking, <laughs> I thinking we all need to heal together because I just can't, I can't handle if this is an, a me problem. That's such a hard thing to decide in that split second that you yep. have. Do you say something or do you not? Is it worth it? Yeah. Is it worth it to interrupt their story to announce that you disagree or even just like that they made a mistake? When is it self-betrayal versus when is it self-preservation?
1: Uh-huh. I'm sure we yes. all are dealing with
0: that this this holiday season <laughs> because it's like, my God, I'm self-betraying left and right. I've been thinking a lot lately because actually this relates to what I just said to you off the air. But that's that when I get like super busy, my default is to get avoidant. And it's Mm. like probably the thing that I detest about myself the most. I think it's like an ADHD depression combo thing, but it's just like an old habit. I do it in little ways. Like I do it in like... Oh, it's someone's birthday and I know it's someone's birthday, but I'm just going to keep putting off texting them until I miss their birthday and then yeah. it's like self, you know what I mean the next day I'm like, "Jade, fucking why didn't you just send the text?" Right. Now that I'm on Lexapro, like my depressive days come, but they're not weeks, right? They're days. Yeah. But so just like the whiplash I get from the depressed version of me to the functioning version mm. of me is really crazy in a matter of 48 hours. I can be the most responsive and responsible person. And then I'm going to try to use nice, kind words about myself. The most avoidant and cozy, let's say, (laughs) version of myself. (laughs) Self-indulgent version of myself. So it it just drives me crazy. And right now I have a lot going on. Like I'm doing a lot Mm -hmm. of shit. Like I'm busier than I've been in a long time So the little things are kind of falling through the cracks, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it just brings up... I'm just going to deflect and say why this is a societal issue rather than a mental health (laughs) issue or a deficiency of my own. Because the idea of the text message, honestly, I think, is the end of civilization (laughs) as we know it. Because I truly think it will be the end of us. I kind of agree. No, this is crazy. The fact that you can text anyone Uh at any time of day in any fucking frame of mind that you want, Uh as unhinged or hinged as you get. And then the responsibility is thrust upon the innocent bystander who's just like standing there (laughs) going about their day in the supermarket and you send them this insane text message. It can be anything from like, let's get together. And then you're like, but
1: I'm in the supermarket and now I have to like look at my calendar and I have to put my right. stuff down. I have to figure out, text Dylan, whatever. Or it can
0: be like, can you talk later? The most like dreaded text message of all time. Like, can you talk later? Like, oh, oh my God. Kill me now. Please no, you're a call sero- me,
1: period, from a parent.
0: Nope. Yeah, you're a serial How killer dare you? if you send those text messages. I'd have a long conversation with my dad about all good. He says he sent texts back. Because it all seems passive aggressive. T- it's extremely fucking passive aggressive, <laughs> and I'm like, it's not all good. You're mad that I can't come to lunch, but you're writing all good, and it's really setting me on a spiral that I can't recover from. See, now I'm in a spiral because I've been texting that recently. And I'm like, no, do people think I'm passive aggressive? <laughs> just, and just an exclamation point. That's all the remedy. Need. It just all good exclamation, oh, yes. all good emoji, yes. all good period yes. is truly diabolical. <laughs> It's absolutely crazy. It's not okay. So I had a real long conversation with him about that because that is just not cool with me. But back to text messages. It's really crazy that then, like, we have the responsibility and, like, that somehow we're the bad people if we don't respond, like, Mm -hmm. right away. Mm -hmm. Like, drop everything you're doing and respond to, like, what outfit should I wear to my friend's graduation or something. You know what I mean? That's benign. Like, it could be anything from, like, I'm having a meltdown today. You need to like console your friend and you're just in the middle of a meeting or something. You know, it's just Mm -hmm. this like immediate response and like that you're like somehow evil. Like if on your birthday you don't respond, thank you, like within five minutes of someone texting you. Oh, see, no, I get everybody back the next day.
1: I am big on saying you don't need to respond to this, especially if it's a birthday. Somebody's grieving those two times or if, or if they had a baby
0: or if they just had a baby or, baby
1: or any yeah. of that stuff. Like it's just like I know it's crazy right now. I'm thinking of you. Happy birthday. Don't text. You know, right. let me know what Popping you did. In. Whatever. Totally.
0: No, it's just crazy. Like the amount of text messages I have piled up right now from like random things like an ex yoga instructor responding to my dad's rock and roll Hall of Fame yeah. induction. That text message versus, like, important shit that I have to th- I have to thank someone for a gift they got me for my bridal shower. Just the influx of people, like, being able to just burden you with, like, their <laughs> wants and needs and desires in a timely manner. It's wild. I think the
1: little heart response or the thumbs up or whatever, that goes a long way these days. It's different people than sending heart emoji.
0: People don't like it. Really? People don't like it. Damn it, Jada, things are always changing. I can't keep up. I know, I know, but the people are sensitive because that's the thing is we've all sent a text message to our friend and then they haven't responded for days. And you're like spiraling for three days, being like, Are you mad at me? What analyzing every last text, every word of your last exchange yes. to try to find out why they're like why they're mad at you. And then they're just like, Oh, oops, forgot to respond. Yeah. Like, I am out of excuses. Like, I the other day, I wrote, like, oh, my God, I, I wrote this text message verbatim. I was like, I have this disease where I write a response and then I don't send it. Meaning, like, no, I just saw this long text message. Like, I will say anything. Like, I'm like, oh, I, I sent it on my computer and it didn't go through. Like, why am I still having to make excuses for why I'm not responding to these text messages? But, I mean, that actually happens sometimes. That's why it's a great lie. <laughs> Anyone that's in my life should know I'm the worst texter ever.
1: Yeah, I think this is your general disclaimer. Like, don't expect a text back right away, but I still love you. Please. No, yes. you know,
0: exactly. Like, I just, I sometimes I can't. I just, like, <laughs> I, I, I can't. really can't. I, I just can't. can't. Like, so, especially if someone sends you, like, a really long text message and you're like, whoa, this is a lot of content for me <laughs> to, like, get through and I want to write a thoughtful response. Yeah. And, And then there's DMs all of a sudden where people can see if you've read it and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, you can't turn off red
1: receipts. And then I have that issue where somehow, sometimes it will just send red receipts, even though I have them fucking turned off everywhere. No, red receipts
0: were created by the devil. Like, I'm actually convinced. Like, it's terrifying. Red receipts are, oh, my God. What a horrible invention.
1: Don't get me started on the blue dot. Jade, I cannot do anything without that blue dot. If that blue dot goes away, I will never respond.
0: I know. Dylan responds like it's something I adore about him he responds in two seconds to everything to everything because the truth is like so much of it is my avoidance like it is just me not wanting to like do it right then like which I think is also kind of normal
1: part of it too is you want to do it right
0: exactly no that's it that's it like because if someone sends you like a three-paragraph long text message, and you respond, okay, great, thanks, or something. Yeah. You know, then it's like, uh And then when people call you, you have to text them being like, I can't talk right now. I'm doing yeah. X, Y, and Z. And it's just, it's it's really crazy. When I'm up at night in my spirals, I'm like, you never responded to someone saying like that you looked cute the other like you know what I mean even like nice yeah. things that are easy to respond to and I just don't do it and then you just get this insane anxiety of we're not doing it <laughs> but it's your fault it's your fault whoever you texted me you have given me a responsibility that I simply can't handle yeah one of my friends texted me the other day what kind of pillows do you use have I looked at the pillows no am I like literally tortured by it every waking second of my life <laughs> yes yep. it's like my god i also would like to
1: know what pillows you use because i have a guest room to fill now
0: Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, give give the guest room your old pillows and then use these new pillows.
1: But see, I don't want to do that. I want why I, my
0: parents are going to be staying there
1: and they're oh, okay. very picky, and I want them to be comfortable. Dress to
0: impress. Yeah. Dressed to impress. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I
1: I want to like spend some money on pillows.
0: Yeah. No. That's uh, well. I don't know why we don't all spend all of our money. Screw the house that we live in. The yeah. bed is where. I mean, especially me. I that's all the only investment I should ever make in my life. It's <laughs> truly. I have like a whole bed formula that my mom taught me, so I'll I'll share that. Um, next yes, time. please.
1: You you don't need to share this with your friend. You need to share this with the world, with,
0: with you guys. Yeah, yes. and then I'll just tell her to listen to this episode. No, honestly, <laughs> this podcast has saved a lot of my relationships because they're just like, oh, I felt like I caught up with you, and I'm like, great. No need to text it's you like back. You're
1: catching up with all your friends at once,
0: truly in my favorite fashion, in a one way mirror, like a, <laughs> in a just a, a pure no, in shouting into the void. But yeah, the text message thing, guys. Woohoo! And the DMs, and it's like—I mean, especially like when you when someone sent you a text message that's vulnerable on their behalf after you have lunch with someone. Are you a big like that was great, love you so much? I always forget that text message. I, if I actually had fun, I do. <laughs> yeah, no, me too. But you always remember. Yeah, if I'm if I had, the, had like a couple glasses of wine and I'm feeling all warm and fuzzy about the person, I'll shoot them a text message for sure. But if it's like some people do it routinely. Yeah. After a meeting, even, sometimes I won't, like, say anything after. Or, like, yeah. Well, I think
1: that's fine.
0: You met. I'm the giving tree. I'm the stump of the giving tree <laughs> after, my, after I've socialized with you. I have nothing left to give. <laughs> like, I'm like, you want a text message of, like, niceties now? Are you high?
1: This isn't the worst possible kind of text message. Worse than, please call me period from a parent. Yeah, right. The worst kind is the baiting text Mm. message i got one of these yesterday yeah which was oh i used to have a friend who would just say hey period when she felt like i hadn't communicated with her in long enough and i was like fuck you
0: hey period we've discussed this is like so far from okay i mean
1: yes so this is from somebody who we don't currently work together anymore she goes hi i have a work question that i'm gonna email you soon i'm like this could not be a worse text message to get.
0: You're like hard pass. But th- that yes. is, it pales in comparison to so my friend was in town and she was getting these text messages in real time about someone this is hilarious. Someone being like, "I can't wait to give you the, your birthday present." Mm-hmm. Okay? And that wasn't enough. They didn't stop there. <laughs> i spent so much time like trying to figure it out like i know you're gonna love it and she was like what do i say like oh yeah wait like i'm so excited and she was like i asked a lot of people and like they all said that it was like the best gift to give you and she's like still excited like can't wait like like," she's like what am i supposed to thank you preemptively like oh you shouldn't have like how many of those can you get through and it just kept going like she kept being like I wasn't sure at first, but, like, now I know it's perfect for you. And I'm not sure if you – I'm not sure if you have one of these. And she's like, I probably don't. Or, like, what, you know what I mean? She's like, like – it, I was just, it was hilarious. Because I was like, why is this person getting you so, like, what could it possibly be? If I were giving someone a million dollars, I couldn't, like, amp it up this right, much. Right,
1: because, like, your only angle is, like, I don't know yet, so right? Yeah,
0: you're like, sounds good. That's you neat. know, like, it's, th- that is, like, cra- <laughs> some people are just wild, wild. Yes. All right, my loves, that's it from us. I adore you. Bye.